think about it from uh, just about any perspective. You take your car to the mechanic, and let's say it's supposed to be $1,000 in repairs, and you force the mechanic to do the work for $300. Honestly, how good of a job are they going to do? I, I wouldn't trust it. Ben, I, I don't know about you, but that would absolutely terrify me. Do you know what will happen to your loved ones when something happens to you? If you don't know the answer or don't like the answer, then this is the show for you. Listen up as we teach you about protecting your family legacy through better estate planning. Our family is here to protect yours. So welcome to the Complete Estate Planning Podcast with attorney Nick Rosenbauer. And here's your host, Ben George. Welcome back in to Complete Estate Planning. I'm Ben George. He's Nick Rosenbauer. He is the estate planning attorney and owner at Rosenbauer Law Office, serving the greater Cincinnati area, southern Dayton, kind of areas in between, with our office so located in Westchester. Nick, how's everything going? How are you progressing? How are you handling everything this summer so far? Doing great, Ben. Actually, uh, I'm actually enjoying the summer more than usual, and this will sound... <laughs> This will sound almost antisocial, but we're <laughs> as we're recording this right now, because uh, I, I have no idea when people will be, you know, they may be listening to it years later. Uh, we're it's uh, summer here, and we're still dealing with the the COVID issues. It's not like it was in March, obviously, but there's just not a whole lot of social gatherings. Uh, we're not going to a lot of picnics or family reunions or graduation parties. So I, I've never had more time on the weekend uh, just for you know myself and my wife and my son. So to be honest with you, I'm spending more time just relaxing and kind of being present uh, with my immediate family than ever before. And, and Ben, I'm, I'm sure you, you understand it. We have to go see these people. We have to go do this. Um, you know, heck, sometimes there've been times when my, my wife and I are, we have a, a Google calendar that we share for personal things. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's booked out further than things are here at the office. So I've actually really, really enjoyed it. We've got some house projects done. My wife and I actually, uh, went to, to uh, Hocking Hills uh, last weekend, which is kind of a little cabin in the woods with some nice hiking, secluded, quiet away from everything. And I've loved it, to be honest with you. It's actually been more peaceful this summer than anything else. That's awesome. And you're actually going to get back on this, the seminar circuit a little bit, right? I know when this comes out, you will have already done the seminars, but just to, I'll encourage anybody to check out the website, CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. You'll see workshops tab and with info there. But how are you feeling about getting out? And then kind of what's been the reaction so far from people that you've uh, sent information to or talked to? Well, it's, um, it's interesting because I've had a number of my clients ask, when are you doing your next uh, classes or next events? Because I've had a number of people say they would like a refresher course. And that's, we always invite our, our clients to come back for a refresher course. And then they also, uh, I get a lot of comments where they say something to the effect of, you know, my parents or my sister or my best friend, they need to get their plan taken care of. When are you having your next class? So I was kind of surprised how many people were asking me about them, even with the the COVID issues going on. And so I, I talked to my staff and 
I said, maybe we could do a couple of these. We keep them small. Um, and we, I, I think we're renting out huge rooms. Um, I think one of the rooms that we're renting out is, you know, can be used for weddings and seats, 150 people. And I think we're having, we're limiting our guest list to 20. Okay. Um, so we're, you know, basically going to make safe, safe seminars. I know a number of people have done webinars and I actually am good friends with a couple other uh, state planning attorneys who have done webinars and they're great. They're safe. They're convenient. Just the general consensus is no one wants to sit and stare at the computer screen for 90 minutes. Right. Um, and it's just, it's so artificial. Now we are now full disclosure. We are working on having a couple webinars uh, as well for people who prefer that or if they're out of town or if they're not comfortable, you know, coming into uh, an event, even though we'll, uh, we'll be, we'll be distanced as much as possible. So it's good to have the option. I don't think the webinar should be the only option if that makes sense. So for the people who the webinar is perfect for, uh, that's something we have in development right now. But some people say, and, and Ben, this is myself included. I don't want to stare at my iPad for 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I'm a face-to-face -face guy. I just, I need the connection, to be honest with you. So I've actually had a lot better response than we thought. And we, both of them are almost filled up. Although, you know, keep in mind, we don't have, we're not letting 40 people in the room like usual. So right. we're, we're going to do it right and still help the people out uh, who are looking for this information. And look, Ben, this has been a wake-up call as much as anything, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. um, we have a number of people who, look, estate planning is really easy to procrastinate. So maybe this is uh, the little nudge that people need. And so people are asking for this information. I'm getting people calling and thanking us profusely for being willing to figure out how to put safe classes on. So it's awesome. actually been received a lot better than I thought, I have to admit. Good. Well, again, you can find information on upcoming workshops. You might miss these two that are coming up, but you can find all the information on upcoming seminars if you want to visit in person with Nick and, and, and get a refresher course or just get new information. There's a workshops tab right on the uh, the website, CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. There's also a bunch of other resources there as well. So I encourage you to check all that out. Plus the podcast, all the episodes of the podcast are on there as well. And that leads us to what we're talking about today, ARAG. This is a new conversation for me too, by the way, Nick. I'm, I haven't worked at a company before that's offered an employee benefit where you could get these legal services by, you know, electing into a you know, small monthly fee. So this is all brand new to me, but I guess around Cincinnati in your area, this is a pretty common uh, option for people. Exactly right. And it is becoming more and more common, uh, I think in the last few years, just because of the economy and the competitiveness for great talent. Uh, in the job market, um, one of the the new things that companies are doing is, look, they're trying to be more creative. They're trying to find other ways to keep their best employees. Uh, and I understand that. We have to deal with that here in my office as well. And uh, ARAG, it's uh, A-R-A-G. It's an acronym, but everyone just says ARAG. It is the, the prominent one, but it is a legal insurance plan. And it is usually an employee benefit. You play, you pay a few dollars a month, and ARAG is supposed to offer access uh, to quote unquote in network 
attorneys for for certain pre-contracted legal services. So that's that's the concept of it. I will say I have encountered it more in the last two years uh, than any other time in the decade. So I know, and it's very popular here in Cincinnati. There's a lot of attorneys who are accepting it. Um, there's some hidden drawbacks to it, which we'll we'll get to in a minute. Exactly. That's a good summary of kind of what it is to set up the conversation. And what we want to do today on the podcast is kind of give you an insider's look at what really the dangers are, what, why you maybe this may not be as valuable as it gets presented. Because I, I think a lot of times we just assume, and it's not that it's not the case. Our employers are looking out for us. But we just assume that something's being offered from our employer. Well, it's great for me. Right. I think that's a lot of times, not just with this, but a lot of different pieces of the the benefit package. But with this, it's not always going to be the case. We just want to kind of give you an idea of what to expect, what exactly goes into this network of attorneys that you get access to. So we want to provide you a little look at some of these issues on today's podcast. So let's start off, Nick, just right from the beginning. So, so how do attorneys get involved with this? What does it take to get signed up? If, if you wanted to join this network, kind of what are you considering right off the bat? Well, from an attorney perspective, and, and we'll, we'll certainly talk about the, the employee side in a minute or the member, but from the attorney perspective, what has to happen is the attorney has to apply to the company and they have to choose their practice areas that they will do. And basically, it's a menu. So they have to pick all of the services they're willing to provide, and they are only you know, they're locked into that. So if I uh, and honestly, it's kind of weird. I'm actually looking at a printout from their the, their application here. Uh, one of the items just says "Healthcare Power of Attorney," and I need to check the box if I want to be a member to say whether or not I will provide someone with a healthcare power of attorney. So I have to put something that says exactly everything that I will do, and I am prohibited from doing anything besides that, which it's okay, I guess. I think it's rather restrictive on their side. And then I have to, I'm required to provide a free consultation, which we do that right now, um, but I, I do it by choice, not because I'm being told to. I have to accept the fee structure that the company provides. I have to agree to all of that. And I have to agree to take any client who has the insurance and asks me for help, no matter what. I am prohibited from declining uh, to serve a client if they have the legal insurance plan and they ask me to do something that is in my uh, profile so to speak. So I, the attorney's hands are completely tied. So even if um, somebody comes to you and they're not a great fit for you, I mean, and you know that, right? You see that just by talking through them, that consultation and you say, okay, you're probably going to be better served going somewhere else. doesn't really matter, right? You still have to help them out. Exactly. Uh, exactly, Ben. I And look, we have this, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because we're not a good fit for everyone. Some people are looking for something different. Um, I, I, I usually joke with people. I say, if you don't like red hair and corny jokes, then I'll save you the trip here. You'll be completely wasting your time coming in to meet with me. But for whatever reason, if it's not a good fit, if they are, you know, if they're not able to make decisions, that's one thing we, we don't like to work with people 
who are unable to make decisions because it puts us in limbo and then all of a sudden we're not able to get things done. I'm about getting things done for people, um, even if they're rude to my staff uh, or if they, they don't agree to give us the information we need or if it's just not a great fit for personality or, or something that they're looking for. I am not allowed to tell them it's not a good fit. The only reason I'm allowed to tell them it's not a good fit is if they ask me to do something that's not listed on my my profile, if that makes sense. Otherwise, I have to take them. Okay, so if they ask you for help outside of what you've checked off on that menu item, then you don't you can give them some other advice. Hey, maybe this will be best suited for somebody else. But otherwise, you're kind of stuck. Yeah, uh, okay. unless you ask me for help with the DUI defense or something like that, which I don't do, then I have to take you on no matter what. Okay. So the other thing to consider too, I know for people that are you know, trying to decide whether or not they want to elect into this, is you want to, you know, as an employee, you, you're curious on what kind of help and assistance you're going to get. And I think the big thing to point out for people is, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, but the, the fee structure, you've, you agreed to that when you opt into this network as an attorney. So because of that, you have to be kind of aware that, you know, these attorneys aren't getting as much, um, in most cases, I'm assuming, Nick, you can correct me if I'm wrong, aren't getting paid as much as they normally would outside of the network. So the thing to consider, I guess, is how good of a service are you going to be getting along the way if the attorney... It's essentially slashing their price, what they normally would charge somebody. Are they also going to slash their assistance and their willingness to help? Well, that, that's a great question. And I know we the, the, the prices are pre-agreed upon by the attorneys. And it's not really agreed upon. It's This is what AREG and the other legal insurance companies say. This is how much we're willing to pay for a healthcare power of attorney or a trust or a will. And it's basically like a drive-through legal service. They're giving me their value meal or dollar menu prices and saying, this is what I'm allowed to charge. Um, I know for myself, I actually had my uh, one of my staff members look into this and call the company up. And they said I would have to cut over 75% off of uh, our current fee structure. Wow. And sure, I mean, if you're looking for the low bidder, maybe this is the way to do it. And I'm not going to fault anyone for that. Obviously, I you know agree to disagree here. Um, but I was just sitting there thinking, if I had to cut over 75% off of my fees, what type of service would you get from me? if I had to literally operate at a loss and lose money in order to take care of you. That just sounds awful to me. And the only way I could do it without going bankrupt, at least for us, would be if I spent almost absolutely zero time with you. I would have to go to the, I would have to make you fill out a questionnaire and basically have you write in your legal decisions and give yourself legal advice Ahead of time, I can spend 15, 20 minutes with you answering some questions, and then I would have to get a staff member to fill your names in some form templates, and then I would have to mail the documents to you and have you go find a notary and take it to a bank and sign it yourself. I just I could not spend any time on it, and I would have to turn into a volume practice. I would have to do 10, 12 meetings a day 
uh, instead of typically two or three. That would be the only way that I could survive financially on this. There's no way I could give you any time of day. There's no way you could get any help or legal advice. So you wonder how good of service can you get from someone who is is using this? And think about it. Think about it from uh, uh, just about any perspective. You take your car to the mechanic, and let's say it's supposed to be a thousand dollars in repairs, and you force the mechanic to do the work for three hundred dollars. Honestly, how good of a job are they going to do? I, I wouldn't trust it. Ben, I, I don't know about you, but that would absolutely terrify me. So uh, what we found out is there's literally no way, at least for us, to do things right and to spend the time we need to take care of you and even be willing to touch something like this. Um, so I just I think it's crazy. Um, I understand if you're looking for the low bidder or something like that, this is one of the ways to get there. Um, just not the way we do business. And I think if you're looking for quality over, you know, the, 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 the cheapest, uh, the cheapest price, um, I, I don't think a rag or the other legal insurance plans, especially for something like this is the way to go. It's, it's drive through legal services with a value menu. Now, again, I, I don't know much about this because I don't, I don't, I've never had this option. So I've never looked into it, but if you, if you opt into this network, do you have to use the attorneys provided. I mean, I'm assuming like you could, if I decided I, I want to do my estate planning and I scroll through and maybe there's a few people that are in there option wise, but I want to get a few more second opinions or, or get a couple more consultations under my belt before I settle on someone, I could still go outside the network though, right? I know it would de defeat the whole purpose of paying every month, but the options there. That's a great question. And I have a lot of clients who have uh, an A-RAG is specifically uh, the very popular one around here. There's a number of large companies that provide that to their to their employees as a benefit. I have a ton of clients who use ARAG, and they uh, sit down with me and they ask if we accept it. And I politely have told them how it works and why and why we don't accept it, so they understand. I'm not just scoffing at them and you know blowing them off or anything like that. Um, and so I have a number of clients who have the service, but they choose to hire us because they want they want things done a different way. They want it done right. They want the legal advice, et cetera. It just, you know, um, they don't get a refund or anything like that. They're basically choosing, you know, to to pay for their own uh, estate planning as opposed to, you know, trying to fit into the box of what their legal insurance company provides. So basically they're choosing not to use it. And instead they're choosing to work with us or, or someone like that. Absolutely. They're, the, the client can pay for it and then, and then do whatever they want. They can hire whomever they want. It, it's actually the attorney who really has all the restrictions here, not the, uh, not the client. Gotcha. So this can be, I mean, it could, there's some value here to this plan. We're not presenting this as, Hey, you definitely don't want to do this. It's more so, Hey, just here's what kind of service you can expect to get. Here's what the attorney has to sacrifice in order to get into the network. So how much in return will they be giving back to you? Because that's what ultimately matters. You know, you don't want to just be working with somebody because you have to, you want somebody that's going to be looking out for you all the time, your best interest, working with you to find the best solutions, the best plan that you want, but you might not always necessarily get that opting into ARAG. 
You're exactly right. And here's here's the underlying theme. I just want people to know what's going on and them to be able to make educated and informed decisions, pull the curtain back. So if what they're looking for is what these uh, legal insurance plans can provide, that's all they want. Okay. But know what you're getting. And if you say, no, I don't like that idea. I want my estate planning done right. Well, now you know. Um, and, And think about this. We you know, they tell us what to charge. They tell us what we can't charge. They tell your attorney that they have to accept everyone, no matter what. They tell your attorney that you can't charge your normal fees. You have to charge bargain basement discounted fees. So my guess is they probably get an even lower level of service than their other clients who at least pay the normal fees. Um, the legal insurance company pays them directly, so the clients don't. And it can take up to 10 business days uh, for the check to be mailed. So the attorney's, you know, getting payment delayed for an extra two weeks, apart from not getting the pay they're supposed to get. And then interestingly enough, this was uh, a very strange tidbit that my uh, intern found out. Even if a lawyer decides to leave uh, the program and no longer, you know, put up with the legal insurance company being their overlord and, and kind of being slave to a rag, so to speak. Um, if anyone who ever came to them and hired them through the legal insurance company comes back, even 15 years later, for updates or changes or new work, you still have to accept it and you still have to use the old um, legal insurance prices. So, Ben, if you came to me wow. tomorrow and I was in this program, and charged a few hundred dollars for an estate plan to where I could I had to do about an hour and a half worth of time total, no more. And then I said, I've had enough of this. I'm not going to operate this way. I'm actually going to take care of my clients. And 25 years later, you called me up and said you wanted to update your will. I would have to go back and use those old prices because you originally came to me through the legal insurance program. And I still have to take you on as a client, even if it's not a good fit. So just just something to be aware of. And if it were me, even on the consumer side, is that the rules? Is that the relationship you want to have with a professional who's got a pretty big job? Okay. Um, our, Our job here is to make sure that you're protected, you can be cared for, and that you can pass your assets down to your loved ones and that your children uh, can be cared for as well. Is that really the way you want to start the relationship? Like, would you be comfortable with that, Ben, knowing someone that you put a lot of trust in had to operate under those parameters and was basically handcuffed? Uh, No, not for something as serious as estate planning. I mean, maybe for some more minor legal issues, sure, but something that, uh, you know, you need to get right. (laughs) And it means a lot to get right, then then yeah, I think uh, I would not be too comfortable with that. Yeah, so it's just just something to be aware of, like I said. And um, I wanted to talk about this because people seem to have more and more questions about it. I have more and more people um, who are having these plans, and um, you know, there's a lot of big companies out there that are adopting them, and that's probably why that's happened. So I'm not saying it doesn't work for certain things. And Ben, you made a great point such as you know, maybe a minor traffic ticket or an expungement of uh, 
you know, maybe a public uh, intoxication you got when you were in college or something to that effect. Well, maybe it would be okay for there. Um, but something like this, I would, I would just recommend exercising caution uh, before you decide to enter into a relationship that way. Yeah, it's good advice. And again, I think I think we did a good job, or at least you did a good job, Nick. I'm not going to take credit for it, of, of providing <laughs> some information for people and just pulling back the curtains a little bit and just kind of helping you understand what goes into this network. And hopefully it'll help you make some decisions a little bit later uh, if you had that option with uh, your employer to figure out whether or not you want to opt into the TARAG or whatever other legal services are provided, that at least you know what to expect, have a some level of expectations involved with that. So. Good conversation, Nick. Uh, good podcast today. I'll encourage everybody to check out at CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. Upcoming workshops. All of our past podcasts are there. Nick has blogs on the website as well. Plus, there's some other good uh, estate planning kits. Just some basic, great basic information to get you started with the estate planning process. But as always, if you want to sit down for that, that first initial free consultation or go deeper into your estate planning, uh, Rosenbauer Law Office can help you with that. 513-463-6789. All right, Nick, that'll do it for us, man. I appreciate the time today. I enjoyed running through this with you. Absolutely, Ben. It's always a pleasure and uh, stay safe and stay sane and uh, we'll catch you next time. The Complete Estate Planning Podcast is brought to you by the Rosenbauer Law Office, based in Westchester, Ohio, and serving the entire Cincinnati area. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Complete Estate Planning with Nick Rosenbauer to find us or visit CincinnatiEstatePlan.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Nick, and to learn more about protecting your family legacy. That's CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. This show is for informational purposes only and does not provide any legal advice. Information on this show may not constitute the most up-to-date legal information. Please do not act or refrain from acting based solely on anything you hear on this show. This show does not form any attorney-client relationship with the Rosenbauer Law Office, LLC. Please seek the counsel of a qualified attorney before addressing your own estate planning needs.